beat on the heart. 1340 AM and 101.9 FM. It's Mondays with the Mayor on the Beat on 1340 AM and 101.9 FM. And uh, we welcome Mayor Rod Robertson to the conversation for our first conversation together. How are you, Mr. Mayor? I am fine, Tommy. How about yourself? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you. I think this is our first one, and uh, I look forward to getting uh, getting to know you a little bit better. And at the same time, uh, hopefully um, uh, figuring out how you can purchase a bigger house in Elkhart. I like your style already. Hey, come uh, on with it. Let's go. Let, let's talk a little bit about uh, about what's going on in the city. Uh, I know uh, it's it's been a, a, a kind of a tumultuous past week uh, with the uh, w- with the days off conversation and everything. Uh, what are, what are you working on uh, in the office right now? No, there are um, uh, you know there's a there's a wave of excitement uh, around where we are uh, with respect to the pandemic uh, post pandemic and. Uh, with um, uh, with with grants that uh, allow us to be able to um, uh, begin to build platforms for uh, what I hope to be uh, transformative uh, initiatives that we can apply. Uh, uh, COVID kind of created a different sort of reality uh, for us, uh, obviously across the country, in the state, and in in, uh, in the city of Elkhart. And uh, and now post pandemic, we're trying. Uh, to do our best uh, to uh, to get on the other side of this. Unfortunately, uh, we've been uh, seeing somewhat of an up, uptick. And so uh, we're working inside the city to hopefully uh, provide uh, some some modicum of safety uh, for our um, our employees and staff. Uh, and uh, and quite frankly, uh, not just the safety of COVID, but uh, the medical expense and uh, downtime and all of those things are reflective of of uh, what the city is trying to uh, to provide to get as many people vaccinated as possible. So that's one area in which we're working. Uh, and as I, I said a moment ago, there are uh, opportunities uh, that are being provided uh, for us to be able to apply uh, to uh, uh, for projects that that we believe are going to. Uh, help us transform. And uh, all of the evidence from the CDC and uh, everything suggests that, uh, you know, in, in most parts of the country, we're seeing an uptick again in uh, what's going on with COVID numbers. So it's important to uh, to not rest on our laurels as it is and, uh, and you know, make sure we're doing everything we can to remain safe. Uh, masks remain um, a little bit less common, but uh, I still see them. And uh, there are certain situations where I feel more comfortable, even though I'm fully vaccinated, where I still feel comfortable wearing a mask. Um, it's it's all a personal choice thing. But uh, again, between that and vaccinations, we need to find ways to make sure that we're uh, getting those numbers up because we're still sitting at a fairly low percentage of people who are fully vaccinated against COVID. Yeah, that's the, that's the problem, Tommy. Uh, the uh, Our vaccination rates or take rates on vaccination uh, based on uh, who you talk to could be in the um, uh, the high 30s, um, uh, low 40s uh, percentile. And I haven't seen uh, many who have said we have hit 40. Uh, but uh, that's not enough uh, for our community to be safeguarded against these variants. And so we absolutely need more uh, folk vaccinated so that we can um, so that we can withstand uh, the variants um, 
you know, decimating uh, or increasing our positive numbers and thereby our hospital rates and death rates. Uh, we know COVID is, a, uh, is uh, undoubtedly a killer. We know that. Uh, and we also know that the vaccines have been very effective in reducing uh, the amount of deaths, almost eliminating them. And so with that said, uh, there's no reason why uh, we should be taking chances relative to um, uh, this, this, uh, this scourge uh, that uh, we are trying to get on the other side of. Um, one good thing is that we do have resources uh, that we're applying to um, uh, the, uh, the need uh, for variants. And we're, uh, we're doing all we can in order to communicate uh, the appropriate, uh, the, the, um, uh, the, the, we're, we're communicating the places where you can go get tested. We're working to bring um, uh, testing uh, and uh, vaccination application to the city of Elkhart, as well as uh, and more and more specifically our staff. Yeah, every week it seems I've got uh, new clinics popping up all over the place in Elkhart that I can report on. So yeah, I was hopeful that we would be beyond that. I really was. I was hopeful that you know a month or two uh, ago when we first started to when the CDC indicated that those that were vaccinated would be able to take their masks off. Um, that that we would be at a place where um, it wouldn't give folk uh, the 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 desire not to get vaccinated, and and I don't think that's the case. Uh, I I think that uh, there has been some some hesitancy um, uh, because of the vaccines being so new. Uh, there's been some hesitancy um, because. Um, uh, of the concern as to uh, the definition of COVID, which, you know, that hesitancy is a little less, less understanding, uh, uh, understandable than, uh, than the, um, uh, the former. But I am, and I've said this multiple times, uh, the mayor, for those of us who believe that this is a true pandemic and we need to get, uh, we need to do all we can. And I'm also the mayor uh, for those uh, who may not believe in the validity of the pandemic and feel as though um, uh, they would like to refrain from uh, doing uh, or, or going through the safety protocols. Uh, so I have to continue to communicate to those uh, just as well as I uh, continue to do all we can uh, to to help people who would like to remain safe. It's uh, one of the important hallmarks, I think, of a public servant is knowing that every coin has two sides. And uh, and you have to make sure that you, uh, you're doing everything you can to make both sides feel involved and important. Uh, and uh, that's the way that we bring uh, true um, uh, what, what should be. Uh, service to a community, and uh, you, we eliminate uh, divides, uh, divisions, and really play to uh, the fact that uh, we are uh, building uh, what we need to build as a community together, and we are our brother's keeper, for the lack of a better term, uh, because you know, I, I, who knew uh, that you could you could so readily uh, transmit this virus uh, to someone else that you loved uh, and uh, that person may not be with us. We've lost a lot of great people over the course of the last year and a half. And I don't know about you, Tommy, but um, I have some personal names that are on that list that are COVID related. 
and had we had the vaccine earlier, we probably wouldn't have lost them. Uh, and, uh, and there are some that we have had the vaccine and we've still lost them for, because they haven't taken the vaccine. I lost one of my staff members uh, that way a couple of months ago. And in talking with his wife, it was, uh, it was a very poignant moment when she told me that he stressed to her and his three girls uh, to go get vaccinated. And he chose not to, uh, but he was wrong. And he um, had a myocopa around uh, that, re that relationship. But at the time, he was on a vent and, and not more than uh, a day or two um, from leaving us. And I attended his service uh, and it was, um, it was a moment. And I just wanna make sure that we understand uh, that uh, no one is guaranteeing us an extra day. No matter what civil liberties do you think we live under, the, the, mo the one that is the most sal the salient and understanding to our community is the one that says, I am in a community with someone else and it is my job to be as respectful and as um, uh, understanding of the fact that we don't live on an island. Uh, and that liberty is the one that binds us to something greater than ourselves. And that to me uh, is important as it relates to how we define uh, COVID-19 and our ability to work with one another to to uh, to make everyone safe. Couldn't agree more, especially um, if I may, in a world where uh, where people tend to think of themselves as the center of the universe with social media and everything else. It's important to remember that ah, there's other people and uh, they're kind of important. And if you're going to uh, survive, you need to make sure that your uh, your neighbor survives as well. So I want to continue to send that message. Go get vaccinated. Um, we understand how significant the, um, uh, this particular variant uh, is uh, for us. And it is hitting us. Uh, and our, our uh, positive cases uh, in Elkhart County has doubled over the last week. Mm. Um, and I just want, and, the, and, and a week ago, last Thursday, we we're at zero admissions in the hospital. And uh, from then to now, it's been two a day. Mm. So if we don't understand that the variant is here in Elkhart County and the city of Elkhart, uh, shame on us. We have to be able to be knowledgeable enough uh, to understand the risk of not getting vaccinated. And none of those admissions uh, are with people who have had uh, the had, had, had who have been vaccinated. We'll have more with Mayor Robertson coming up on the beat on 1340 a.m. and 101.9 FM. It's Mondays with the Mayor. Now back to On the Beat, On the Heart, 1340 AM and 101.9 FM. Welcome back to On the Beat on 1340 AM and 101.9 FM. I'm Tommy Lee and it's Mondays with the Mayor. Mayor Rod Robertson is on with us. And Mr. Mayor, while I've got you, I want to ask you uh, what your thoughts are on uh, the changes happening at the uh, EPD 
where they're taking a couple of roles that have been traditionally filled by police officers and uh, putting civilians in there to, uh, to try and help the community and help the officers do their jobs. I think it's, a, uh, well, uh, our police chief, uh, Chris Seymour, has been doing a wonderful job uh, in managing uh, his personnel in the face of uh, some enormous, um, I believe, uh, pressures uh, on our police department. I mean, we are in a, uh, a very unique uh, space relative to law enforcement. Uh, and, and we, as a community, are trying to manage our resources to be effective in that space. We're not getting a flood of applications. Uh, and, uh, and some of the retirements and disciplinary issues uh, that we've had within uh, our department uh, has uh, taken what I call one of the best police departments uh, in the area uh, to a space where uh, we have uh, been, um, uh, we, we have found it um, difficult uh, to feel all of the officers that we need in order to just uh, uh, be there when there is a call made. Right. So our patrol division um, has, uh, has taken a hit. Uh, with that said, uh, we need uh, to uh, to now make sure that we are utilizing all of the police, the sworn officers that we have doing what civilians could do and put them uh, uh, and place them in roles where they're effectively engaging in police work as a sworn officer. Uh, we've typically in our police department have had sworn officers doing these jobs that you're referring to, uh, which are uh, information uh, officer, uh, the uh, evidence technician, uh, as well as uh, we have a medical records uh, tech as well. Uh, not medical records, but records um, uh, tech. Uh, and, and those positions can be uh, legally held by a civilian. We just have had sworn officers holding those positions. So given the, the space uh, that we're in where we need uh, sworn officers uh, basically on the street, we want to move uh, these positions of, to, uh, uh, to be able to cover uh, the areas where we need uh, on the um, uh, in the patrol division and um, and look for uh, good qualified people uh, to be able to help us uh, in uh, in the area of information communications uh, evidence technician and and records keeping and and I, that is a that is an effective and efficient way to manage our department absolutely and basically put the uh Put the muscle where it needs to be put. Yeah, and, uh, it's yeah. a very good idea. And we've also um, we've also taken the the road of hiring uh, public safety officers, which aren't um, sworn police officers, and they have limited uh, police duties, but they are um, understanding of the environment, understanding of how to uh, how to manage our records, and we're hopeful we'll get some of these officers to 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 actually. Uh, uh, become police officers after they go through the academy and and be trained. Um, and those officers can be effective uh, in working on the edges of the police work, but they aren't the, the, the officers that will um, 
uh, address a, uh, a dispatched 911 call for a police officer. So um, we're looking at ways to augment these relationships to be able to build the strength of service uh, when a call is made. And I think it's very important for us to, as a community to understand that there are multiple different layers to law enforcement. And what we want to do is make sure that we're providing the right balance and, and, and uh, effective uh, personnel to the calls that are being made. And we are continuing uh, to build uh, that mix so that we can appropriately uh, manage the needs of the city. All right. Before we let you go, because I know your uh, your time is limited, uh, as always, you're kind of a busy guy. Well, um, I, I would say the same for you, Tommy. So don't, <laughs> don't. <laughs> post-COVID, everybody's busy. Okay, everybody's busy. This is true. Uh, what are you looking forward to in the coming week in Elkhart, Mr. Mayor? Well, um, we are, uh, we, we are, you know, we got on the other side of the Jazz Fest, which was wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we are now uh, headed towards, um, you know, mid-July. Uh, there are, uh, there's the fair, uh, that's uh, Elkhart County Fair and normally owns that third week of July uh, in a way like no other, as large as the fair is. Uh, although, as I like to tell Jeremy, uh, they don't seem to come north of 26 to, to, to make <laughs> us, uh, you know, they don't roll out the red carpet to the Elkhart folk. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. They, the, the, they, the, the fair committee and board, which are over 100 strong, uh, have Elkhart uh, presence and uh, and they've obviously invited us to make sure that we are part of the fair and, uh, because we are Elkhart County as a whole. And so with that said, uh, the fair normally owns that space uh, and we're preparing to uh, to be in Goshen a few days as well uh, in order to to uh, to be represented there. But um, in Elkhart as a whole, uh, we are uh, working uh, towards, and I'd like to, you know, talk a little bit more about this maybe next week, our ready grants, ready application, which uh, is a, a state uh, funded pool of resources for us to create programs inside of the cities that are transformative and, and move city forward post COVID. Uh, and we're also applying um, uh, our relationship. We're moving uh, one, one huge um, uh, arena in Elkhart that we'll see some movement next week is Tosin Park. Uh, we'll go before council uh, today uh, to, um, uh, to, to hopefully finalize the dip disposition of Tolson, uh, and, uh, and we are pretty excited about uh, the uh, level of commitment that we've received from the private sector uh, around Tolson and what we can do to transform uh, an entire area using Tolson as the, uh, as the anchor. And, and so uh, that piece is absolutely critical to our plans in this administration, but it, our city is. All home. right. And uh, once again, it was very nice to meet you. I look forward to getting to know you better and, and vice versa as we uh, continue to, uh, to continue to have our Mondays with the mayor here on the beat. Uh, it was a really nice opportunity to sit and talk with you today, and I I really appreciate you giving me some time. Well, I appreciate you giving uh, the city of Elkhart some time as well. We are together in this, and and the beat wouldn't be the beat without Elkhart, right? Amen to that. Thank you so much, and I appreciate your time. Thanks, you too. Mayor Rod Robertson joining us on the beat on this Monday on 1340 AM and 101.9 FM.
podcast by Federated Media. Mm-hmm.